the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. Jesus Christ is the person that God the Father wants all of us to imitate. The Bible calls him the firstborn of many brothers. The firstborn are supposed to lead the way so that all the other brothers that follow also go in the right way. He's the one who's supposed to show all of the other brothers who follow him how to represent the Father correctly. Because without him, we won't know how to correctly represent the Father. The same way that Jesus represented the Father is the same way that we're supposed to represent him too. That includes in our conduct, in our speech, and in our attitudes and our action too. We're supposed to be imitators of our Father, and Jesus Christ will show us how to do it. So let's learn some things so that we can successfully be the imitators of Christ like God wants us to be. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Praise God. If you got your Bible with you, I invite you to turn to Ephesians chapter 5. Get ready for a word that's going to be all the way live. Allowing you to step into the fullness of what God has in store for you as you learn what the Father expects of you and what he wants of you, what he wants you to do. So if I were you, I'd have a need to hear what the Lord's going to say today. And I'm telling you, you're going to be blessed up in here, up in here, up in here. Not just you, but the people that's going to be around you as you begin to live this thing out like God wants you to do. We're going to continue in the teaching that we started just a little while back. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. Being Imitators of Christ. Because that's God's desire for me and you, those of us who are saved, boned again. That's what God expects of me and you, and that's that we be imitators of him and begin to start living our lives out like he intends for us to live our lives out so that other people can be able to receive the same life that you and I live too because they watch us and learn from us what it is that they ought to do. See, the world is not like us. We read this book. It's called the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth, how it is that we conduct ourselves while we're still here on earth. But they don't read the Bible. But what they read is us. We are the epistles that they read. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I said we are the epistles that they read. And so since we are the epistles that they read, then blessed be the name of the Lord, then, then we got to be able to make sure that we have the same message as this message in our lives in terms of how we live this thing out. Because if we live this thing out like we're supposed to do, then they're going to be able to receive the life that God has in store for them too. So come on, have an to hear what the Lord's going to say to you so that you and others can be blessed too. We're going to read the foundational text, then move forward into today's stuff which is going to bless you, sure enough. Ephesians chapter 5, we'll start reading at verse 1. It reads, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, 
and walk in love as Christ also have loved us and have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as become of saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger nor unclean person nor covetous man who is an idolater hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God unto the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Pause button, which demonstrates that the saint can be a partaker with the children of disobedience. That's if they conduct themselves like the children of disobedience. Pause button off. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowships with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore, he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools. You know, the Bible tells us that a fool is a person that says that there is no God. And then effectively speaking, a fool is a person that conducts themselves like there is no God makes their decisions and conducts themselves and do what they do as though there's no God that's watching me and you. He said to his church, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. The wise, of course, have the true insight into a matter. We understand what we do. We understand why we do what we do. We understand why we don't do what we don't do. We understand. We don't just do things haphazardly. We understand what we're doing because the Bible said in all you're getting, get understanding. That's who the wise are. We know the true insight into a matter. So God said, conduct yourself like you really do know the true insight in the matter and quit acting like a fool. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Buy back the time. Don't waste the time because these are evil days. You know, these are some evil days we're living in right now. Oh, yes, it is. It's jacked up out there. Praise God. There's all kind of stuff going on out there that ought not be happening. And the saddest part, of it, it done bled into the church. And all kind of stuff is happening in the church that ought not be happening in the church, too. I'm talking about the church of the living God. The pillar and ground of truth is living the opposite of everything that's, that's true. And we ain't grounded in truth no more. Now we're moving the boundaries, moving the goalposts, moving the boundaries of what we do. Because people walk around teaching you it don't matter what you do. But the devil is a liar. It does matter. And God's talking to his church right now and say, you know, because these days are so evil, I need you to begin to start redeeming the time. I need you to start paying attention because the time is short. Praise God. I need you to start redeeming the time because the days are evil and quit acting like them fools and begin to start conducting yourself like you really are my child. Because if you are children of light, then walk like it. Order your life according to it and begin to do what you're supposed to do the way you're supposed to be an imitators of me like I called you to do as dear children, as dear children, one who love their father. We are people who love our father. And because we love our father, we're willing to begin to start living this thing like he wants us to do. And quit living all willy-nilly and all herky-jerky and doing stuff that we ought not do. Is anybody hearing me up in here? He said, be followers of him. We found out that that word followers means imitators. That God wants us to begin to imitate him. 
imitating by doing what it is he does, say what he says, and conduct ourselves like he do too, in actions, in conduct, and conducting ourselves like he wants us to do, being a mimic of him, because we found out that's one of the different definitions of imitator is a, a mimic, praise God. We imitate or copy him in action as well as speech. That's what Jesus did. Jesus said, I don't say anything other than what my father's saying. I don't do anything other than what my father do. And Jesus was the firstborn of many brethren. We the many brethren of which he was the firstborn of, which means we're supposed to act like our elder brother and do the same thing too. We're supposed to act like Jesus did and live it out like he did too. Because we found out Jesus didn't only enter into this world to save me and you. Thank God he did. He did a real good job at it. But he also came to be able to show us what to do. So that when we do enter the family like we did, we get a chance to be able to conduct ourselves like he did. So that when we do enter the family like we did, then we begin to conduct ourselves like he did. Because he was the prototype. He was the first of many brethren. Which means every brother is supposed to conduct himself like that from that point forward. That's why we have a commandment here. Be followers of him. Do it the way he did it. Live it like he lived it. Conduct yourself like he did too, so that I can then be able to do awesome, great things through you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Well, somebody up in here is going to do what it is he said he's going to do. Because it's time for us to live this thing out like we're supposed to. We found out Jesus was the carbon copy of the Father. He was the express image of the Father. And that there was nothing about him that was different than the Father. That's why he walked with such power as he did. Well, God has given that same invitation to you and me to, to live just like he did. He said, the works that I do, you do also. You'll be able to do the same thing I do, too, because God's given us everything that we need to succeed in being able to live this thing out like he wants us to do. Well, since that's the case, then we found out that the ultimate aim of the Christian life is to display Christ-likeness. The ultimate aim of the Christian life is to display Christ-likeness. What did he tell us to depart? Let's look at it. He said, depart from iniquity. That word iniquity right there means injustice. Injustice. Now, when you got boned again, God made you just. So this is injustice, which means anything that is against what it is that you now about. Morally, it means wrongfulness. Speaking of wrongfulness of character, wrongfulness of life, wrongfulness of action, which means we conduct ourselves in ways that are wrongful of character, where we act like we got a character that is not like God's character, where we acting like a character rather than acting like we got character, whereas we operate in the wrongfulness of life and wrongfulness of action. It's just wrong. See, God's about right. Devil's about wrong. And so anytime somebody bring us something wrong, we'd be like, no, that's wrong. We don't think it's right. I said, we think it's wrong. We don't think it's right. What do we think it is? That's why we stay away from it. We depart from it. Like married brothers in the house say, hey. Like, like, like back when we were single, we used to get excited about getting somebody's phone number. That ain't our wife. They still here? But now that we married, that ain't right no more. Soon as somebody try to give us our phone number, we know that's wrong. Amen. So we be like, no, baby, that's all right. So here, just, just take my number. No, I said no. Do you know what I can do for you? That's when you're supposed to holler out, whore Babylon, whore Babylon, right? <laughs> Is there my hammy up in here? <laughs> no, see, we no, we act right now. Hallelujah. Well, I just I just wanted to talk to you about something. Call my wife. You want to talk to somebody, talk to my wife. Hallelujah. Because we have departed iniquity. 
We've departed injustice. We've departed all wrongfulness of character, life, and action. We don't do that no more. Why? Because our foundation now stands sure, and it's of God. Therefore, we let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Verse 20 says, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, some to honor, some to dishonor. The great house is talking about in the house of God. House of God is a great house. Thank you, Lord. I'm so glad I'm in the house of God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I found out that's a great house. You want to know one of the things that makes it a great house? Because God accepts everybody. The Bible says from the guttermost teaches from the guttermost to the uttermost. God receives us all. God receives us. That just got saved three seconds, three, four seconds ago. You know, praise God all the way to the ones that's been been saved forever. And so since all of us have come in and we're in different continuums along the life, learning to live this life that we're supposed to live, then that then means that God said, I accept everybody and I receive everybody. Are you listening to me up in here? So in a great house, you got some folk that's living this thing right. And some of this stuff they was just doing wrong last night. You got some folk that was living this thing like they supposed to. And some folk that's still looking around for somebody to do. But a great, that's a great house. There are both vessels of honor. That word honor right there is talking about value. It's speaking of a high value. It's esteem. And vessels of dishonor. Praise God. We're just talking about infamy. Disgrace. Reproach and shame. That's both in a great house. Only question is, which vessel is you? But you're in the house. Everybody say, I'm in the house. Amen. That's step one, praise God, is to get in the house. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just like when you go buy your vegetables, praise God. First thing is to get them from the car to the house. Now they're in the house. Next job is to wash them. I know y'all want to put them in the refrigerator. You're supposed to wash them first. Hallelujah. And that's what happens when God gets us all in a great house. He washes. That's why two things came out of the side of Jesus when he was on the cross. First was the blood. That's what covered your sins. Second thing came out the water. That was the water. That's to be able to help you clean up your life. Is anybody hearing me up here? Two things came out. One, not one. It's all about the blood, baby. It's the blood and water. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So one is the one that got you in the dough. The one that cleans you up after you get there. In a great house, there's both vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. Ones of high value and ones of not so high value. Come on up in here. The vessels of honor are called vessels of gold and silver. See, both of those are precious metals that are capable of enduring fire. They're both precious metals that are capable of enduring fire. Which means when a fire hit them, they just become purer. When fire hits them, they become purer. Because when the fire hits gold and silver, all it does is cause the dross to rise to the top. And then the goldsmith cleans it off. And then they are purer than they were before. So when the devil brings a little heat in our lives, we just become more valuable. We become more powerful. We become more of high value. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But everybody ain't like that in the house. Some folk in the house, when the heat hit them, they like uh, wood and earth. If you hit wood with earth, it burns it up. And it deteriorates. It's less than it was before. Just like when the devil brings the heat up in some people's life, they become less than they were before. Before they was walking all like they're supposed to. Now they're walking in a way they're not supposed to because they change form. They change shape. Just like when you put fire on earth, praise God, it turns it into pottery. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It makes it stiff. It makes it rigid. 
Praise God, which is one step away from being broken. Praise God. Are you listening to me up in here? It's more easily broken. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, see, that's what's up when folk don't live it out like they're supposed to. You're in a position where you're easily broken, whereas you can be a person that Satan shaking can change your shape in any kind of way he wants to. But when you are a vessel of gold and silver, you're of high value. That's who God wants you to be. God wants to change you from one that is just silver and earth to high value. See, God wants you to be able to match what he paid for you in terms of how you live your life like you're supposed to. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's why don't you believe nobody to tell you that after God delivered you from a hoopty life, that it's okay for you to go back to that hoopty life. No, it ain't. God wants to take you on a process to a better life so that he can be able to make sure that you live out the life that he wants you to live out. Here's the reason why. Verse 21. But look at this. Verse 21. See, because you could either be a vessel of honor or a vessel of dishonor. It's your choice. Verse 21 says, if a man therefore purge himself of these, if a man therefore purge himself from these, if a man therefore purge himself from these, I'm waiting on God to do it for me. If a man therefore purge himself of these. Well, I'm waiting on God to do it. God, take this away from me. If a man therefore tur- purge himself of these, well, I'm waiting on God. You're going to be waiting for a while because God told you to do it. Amen. See, God did what you couldn't do so that you can do what you can do. Amen. God did what you couldn't do so you can do what you can do. So if anybody teach you that you ain't got nothing to do with it, they'll line their breath stink. God did what you couldn't do so that you can do what you can do. You can purge yourself of these. That word purge right there means cleansed thoroughly. God wants you cleansed thoroughly. Are you listening to me? I say cleansed thoroughly. Thank God for the process. Everybody say thank God for the process. But somewhere along the line, we're supposed to get cleansed. Why? So you can be used. Y'all don't want to work with me. Let's say, for instance, we all went to the restaurant right now and I was paying for it. Praise God, we all went to the restaurant. And let's say, praise God, these people over here, Praise God, they just, they just brought them their forks and stuff like that. And let's say the brother in the middle who's writing, his fork is clean. But let's say yours, in between your fork, you got a little stuff in between the forks. Stuff, some little stuff between. And yours, you only got stuff between two of the three tongs. It ain't all three like his, it's just two of them. And your fork clean. What would you do with your fork? You'd eat of it. What would you do with your fork? Wait a minute. It's a fork. I mean, a fork's a fork. Huh? Oh, I don't think, I don't think they're hearing it. Huh? It's dirty. It's dirty? Mm-hmm. What you do with your fork? Send it back for another one. Send it back for another one? Yes, sir. Mm-mm-mm. Why? It's got stuff in there that I don't know where it came from. Amen. <laughs> God wants to use you. But before he use you, he look at you. Come on, we already learned it's the spirit of holiness that determines whether or not it happens. And he wants to see if there's some stuff stuck up between your tongs. Now, they don't throw the fork out. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. They just send it back to get washed again. And they keep washing it until it comes clean. And then when it comes clean, then it can be used. God, I want to be used. I want to be used by you, Lord. Then come clean. I'm cleaner than I was before. 
I only got stuff between two tongs. God said, you just need to be clean some more. You still in the house. They ain't throwing you out the house. Get out. Get this fork out. No, he don't throw it out. He just clean it. How about this? The fork don't have a choice in the matter. You do. Because he said, let a man therefore purge himself of these. Let himself purge himself of these. Which means that your utilization has got everything to do with what you do. God boned you again so that he can use you. God wanted to be able to spend time with me. He wanted to spend eternity with me. Well, then right after you'd have got born again, you'd have been raptured. If that's all he wanted to do is spend time with you, you'd have got raptured right after. He left you here for a reason. He didn't leave you here to, to torture you. He left you here to use you. To use you as a billboard of his excellence, a demonstration of his dynamic power, as an epistle that can be read, read by all. Are you listening to me up in here? He used you for a reason, but he's telling you, this is what I need you to do. Clean yourself up. Purge yourself of these. And then he began to start listing different things, which are these. He said, purge yourself of these. If a man therefore purge himself of these, clean himself thoroughly, completely, he shall be a vessel under honor. Of course, that word, honor, once again, is high value. Sanctified. Ha! And meet for the master's use. And prepared under every good word. Notice, sanctified. That word sanctified right there means set apart as wholly consecrated to the Lord. Set apart as wholly consecrated to the Lord. I don't understand the necessity for consecration, Pastor. All right, all right. What if, what if, what if, me and this powerful brother right here came by your house this evening, praise God. And y'all say, hey, I got Pastor and this powerful man of God in my house with me, praise God. We hanging out with him and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, and then he, he went in your lavatory. Praise God. He said, can I use your lavatory, please? And you're like, sure, go on in there. And you went on in there, praise God, and closed the door. Stayed in there a little longer than you, than you thought. And my old me and you was rapping, rapping about rapping, you know, and talking about the word of God and stuff like that. You start hearing. <laughs> now all of a sudden the door opened up. And he's like, man, that show is a nice toothbrush that you have. It worked real good. Why are you frowning, my brother? My brother frowning. He's like, oh, Lord. How many people that would be okay that he took your toothbrush and used it and stuff like that? Wait, why y'all tripping out? Where's, where's their problem? Somebody help me with that. Where's their problem? Powerful woman got kid, praise God. She might have an answer. Praise God for why that's a problem. Why in the world is that a problem? I mean, dang it. You know, he needed a toothbrush. Yes, ma'am. Because it's my toothbrush. It's your toothbrush. It's for you. That's for me. Just for you. Mm-hmm. Theological term is consecrated for you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that is true. God really does want all of us to be imitators of Him. I hope even more that you're inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. That is, be more like Him, so we can walk and talk like He wants all of us to do, and thereby have and enjoy the awesome life that He wants us to live, that can only be lived when we're more like God, like He wants all of us to be and do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 
1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desires to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you to do. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half to pay to go to. It's free, and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people. It's done on the third Friday of every month, where the widest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m., and it lasts until... Hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that as with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday evening at the Covenant Partner Fellowship at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.